This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. We have on the line uh, none other than uh, the Labour MP for Hamilton West, and uh, that is uh, Gareth Sharma. Gareth, good morning to you. Good morning, Brian. Thank you for having me on your show. Not at all. We look forward to having you regularly on here on a fortnightly basis. You can uh, uh, swap that around with Jamie one week and you the next, if that's okay. Sounds like a good deal, yeah. Yeah, good one. Uh, the uh, COVID-19 is still ruling in a way. There's been a suggestion that uh, Auckland should go down to level one. How do you feel about that? And is that a decision the Prime Minister is likely to make? Um, well, I think, you know, it's important to sort of, first of all, reflect on the history yep. of uh, how COVID's been dealt in the last year. Yep. Um, I know um, sometimes when we've gone up a level, uh, people have been a little bit anxious. Uh, and I specifically remember uh, even around, you know, um, Waitangi Day when, for example, the event was cancelled by the organisers. Yes. So, uh, and, and even at that point, you know, we hadn't even changed alert levels. Uh, but I think it's important, uh, you know, to follow the public health advice. Yes. And, uh, you know, Dr. Ashley Bloomfield and his team have done a really good job. Um, so whenever I think the advice has been that we should go up levels, we have done so. Um, and after they've investigated and they've found that, uh, you know, we should come down, we have. So normally, you know, it's the Prime Minister in the Cabinet that makes the decision based on uh, the best public health advice they get. Yep. Um, so at the moment, I mean, I, I, to be honest, I don't know. Uh, it's a decision from, for the Prime Minister. Uh, but I'm, I'm quite happy with how things have gone in the last few weeks. Um, you know, when the last um, lot of cases came up, mm. um, we did see people, you know, getting um, a little bit concerned. Uh, and, and soon after, we saw that, you know, the cases stopped coming as well. So, you know, alert levels have sort of come down one step. And yep. I think if things keep going the way We'll probably come back to where we were. Well, that'd be really great. And, uh, of course, we are much better off here than many, many countries like the European countries, England and even America. Oh, definitely. And, I mean, you know, I've been talking to my friends I've worked and lived overseas. Yep. Uh, and it's amazing um, how many people... Uh, every week they ask me, they're like, well, how are you out there taking photographs yeah. at events? Uh, or during campaign, like, how are you out there shaking hands? Um, and actually, two of my friends lost their family members, lost oh, their gosh. parents um, to COVID, and they couldn't even go to the funeral because um, they were in different states in America. Yes. Um, so I think when you think about um, those sort of stories, uh, and close to home, you know, when, when you know people like that yourself, you do realize how lucky we are uh, yes. over here. Yes, indeed. Now, what, what are some of the main things that are on the agenda for Parliament this week? You got any idea of anything coming up? Um, so, uh, my role uh, in Parliament at the moment is uh, around Health Select Committee. Yep. And um, so what we're doing is at the moment uh, is our annual review. Yes. Um, and I'm not sure if you've uh, followed me on Facebook in the last few weeks. Um, so, so far we've done um, Capital Coast DHB, the HUD DHB, yes. Barmac. Uh, we've done the Cancer Control Agency, uh -huh. uh, but also the Waikato DHP. Yeah. Um, and uh, that was something I was sort of, you know, really looking forward to as well, being from Hamilton. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I mean, the, the, the big forward is also about further annual reviews. Mm -hmm. And they'll go on for a while and then just uh, going through some of the petitions that have been carried forward from last year. Yes. Because when, when Parliament stops, often they have sort of half-heard petitions. 
Oh, um, yes, so yes. They're coming forth. Um, so we're just sort of finishing off with those. Yep. Um, and then another thing I'm quite excited about is I've just been appointed to um, uh, as a co-chair of uh, Access Alliance right. uh, Parliamentary Committee. Yes. Um, so so they're um, they're an organisation that um, vouches for more disability-friendly policies. Uh, and sort of making sure that any policy that comes out uh, makes uh, makes sure that uh, you know disability access is included in that. Um, so I've just been appointed co-chair. So there's one from National Party, one from the Labour Party, uh, and the idea is that people work together um, towards that. So uh, I'll be catching up with them um, soon uh, as well. So kind of looking forward to working with them. Yeah, uh, I've got a few other ideas around uh, um, you know, disability access. Uh, make it more accessible so quite looking forward to that conversation Well it certainly sounds like you had a busy start there and uh, uh, you had a very good uh, maiden speech there I gather and uh, things are settling in. It's a big change though isn't it going into a thing like that it must be a big learning curve for you Yeah and uh, I mean uh, talking about maiden speech you know I mean uh, I was a little bit nervous but uh, what was really good to have was uh, a big contingent of friends and family Yes Um, I uh, we actually had we had 400 plus invites and we had to narrow it down because there weren't enough seats in the chamber (laughs) Right Uh, and then sort of and then some people at the last moment couldn't come but we had over 150 plus people who came Well Uh, and it was really great because you know I had everyone from my fifth form teacher to uh you know, people I went to high school with, yes. uh, people I went to medical school with, and just to be able to sort of, I think, um, recognize and acknowledge people's uh, contribution to my life, not just in politics, yeah. but overall. Um, so, so that was really good. And what we did was, I think from uh, Hamilton, we had uh, about 60 or 70 people yep. um, just from here, and we did a parliamentary tour with them. So. Uh, it was actually uh, one of the longest tours I've taken. It went over three hours, uh, but it was really good to see people from Hamilton West yes. uh, come along. Um, now, in terms of, I guess, a learning curve, uh, it is actually quite interesting. And, you know, I think uh, uh, as a doctor, obviously, you know, you, you make little incremental changes every day and yep. you see patients and you feel like uh, you're making a little difference. Uh, but I think often in politics, uh, sometimes you feel, you know, you don't get that satisfaction every single day. No, there must, uh, and, must be some, some rough days. <laughs> no, exactly. But I think sometimes you wait. You might have to wait a year or two before you really say, well, look, I've been able to really make a, a massive change. Okay. Uh, whereas I think in medicine, uh, every day you go home and you feel like you've made that little yeah. change and it, it's been worthwhile. Uh, but it is definitely a big uh, a big learning curve. And it's good to have, you know, like somebody like Jamie uh, yeah. in Hamilton East and yes. then obviously Nanaya uh, in Horakibaikaro as well. Yes, they can be a big help to you, I'm sure. One of the things that came up on the issue there and that big debate was Air New Zealand's uh, effect with the engineering in Saudi Arabia. Yes. And uh, um, that, that that's still right. before and, you? Yes, and, uh, you know, in that sense, um, they have gone past um, to a select committee, I understand, as well. Yep, okay. Uh, and, uh, you know, the Prime Minister has made her statement uh, uh, clear on that. Um, I mean, I think especially when the foreign relations is concerned, um, I you know normally leave it for uh, Nanaya and her office uh, yes. to speak on it, because um, often people can have uh, uh, you know a lot of conflicting views, or you know obviously you want to make sure what is like the news on uh, is what we're talking about. Yeah. Oh well, that's really great to uh, hear that, and uh, 
certainly uh, look forward to speaking to you again. Is there any other issue you want to bring up while I've got you on the air? Uh, well, actually, we've got uh, a community meeting coming up in Norton oh, yeah. uh, with the police, and that's on the 3rd of March. Ah. Um, so that's around uh, some of the issues around increased crime in Norton. Uh, a lot of people reach out to us, um, and uh, we managed to get in touch with uh, police after a while, and the meeting was supposed to be um, actually, well, this Friday, the Friday gone, yep. uh, but because of a little level changes, we just want to make sure that, you know, we didn't have to end up changing it. Yep. Um, so we sort of pushed it a little bit f- uh, forward. Uh, so it's on 3rd of March at the Western Community Centre, half past five. Yeah, uh, and there'll be police, there'll be other stakeholders, and we just want to hear from the community and just sort of work out a way uh, to make sure people do feel safe. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand on air.